Welcome to the Three Bald Guys Talk Marketing Podcast with Three Bald Guys. Fred Peritsky of FCP Digital, Paul Schindel of Three Bears Communications, and freelance writer Rodney Warner. Welcome back to Three Bald Guys Talk Marketing with Three Bald Guys. Me, Rodney Warner. I'm a freelance commercial writer and Paul Schreibel, Three Bears Advertising and Marketing Communications, located in Princeton and serving uh, all of New Jersey and Eastern Pennsylvania and beyond. And Fred Peritsky, FCP Digital, full service digital marketing agency in Richboro, Philadelphia, and serving the entire world through the internet. Oh. And today's friend? guest is... This is Eric Jabaljuk. I am the co-founder of Germ Hero, and we are an expert disinfection and sanitizing company. What are you doing? I mean, obviously, cleaning and disinfecting, that's that's become a massive industry. So so what's, what's your part of it? Germ Hero is uh, what we call an expert disinfection and sanitizing service. And we are both in the residential space and commercial space. So essentially what we do is we are able to offer a fast, safe, and affordable service, um, you know, for both home and business that we use the latest technology and the, the most cutting edge disinfecting agents on the market to essentially disinfect an entire facility, top to bottom, every square inch, every crevice in, in a very short period of time. And we're able to go ahead and prove those before and after results using different types of microbial testing. So, you know, it's not a matter of, hey, we come in and clean a facility, we can actually show you the levels of bacteria and other types of harmful microbials uh, in the air, uh, on surfaces, and after disinfecting, uh, which normally a typical service for a typical business would take about uh, 30 to 45 minutes. And then we could go ahead and show you those results after and show you that we're actually disinfecting at hospital grade levels. And so that's kind of what we do. And we provide this on a kind of a, a, on a big scale. It's easy. It's fast. It's on demand uh, very often. We respond uh, a lot to, obviously, to COVID uh, exposures throughout businesses and homes where people don't know what to do. You know, they had uh, an employee test positive or they had a spouse or a family member walk into their home and soon they find out, hey, this person just tested positive for COVID or for any anything else for that matter. What do I do? I'm afraid to step into my business. I got to close down my office. My employees are afraid. So we have kind of an on-demand type of service where not only do we schedule it out, but you can call us and we have a, a handful of technicians that are ready, able, and standing by to uh, and prepared to, to go into those types of environments and eliminate any type of threat exposure and kind of bring back that peace of mind to those businesses and to those, to those residents. How long have you been in this line of business? Uh, We started, we launched uh, towards the beginning of the pandemic. So we uh, initially started conceptualizing Germ Hero around April, uh, May uh, of the uh, the beginning of the pandemic. And it took a little bit of time and I'll tell you kind of why and, and how we got into this. So my background is software and technology and and my other co-founder, his name is Ilya Kankovic. His background, he's a strong finance background. And we we actually worked for a large um, mining and trucking company. We're both executives at this company. We both left in the beginning of the the pandemic, actually happened to be on the same day. And we were colleagues. We worked three years together every single day. We were a great team. And we decided, hey, listen, you know, we see, we've been learning about uh, technologies like electrostatic spraying, which we'll talk about as well as other types of really powerful and safe disinfecting agents like hypochlorous acid, which is being you know used in, in Southeast Asian countries. And so um, we got together and we said, listen, let's let's see if there's something we can do. Um, you know, we both were kind of unemployed and taking our time and not really knowing what, where, what direction we're going, as many other people found themselves in this situation. And what we did was we started ordering hundreds of different disinfecting products, uh, mostly different disinfecting agents and solutions. Uh, everything from products you can buy on Amazon to products only found in China. Um, and so we started ordering all this and we learned about a technology called ATP meter uh, monitoring or uh, rapid ATP meters. And what this is, is it's the measuring tool that's used in the sanitation industry. So when uh, a restaurant, a bar, or any, any other type of facility that needs to rec- uh, maintain a certain level of sanitation, cleanliness, they use ATP uh, monitoring to measure how contaminated are these surfaces or, or how much bacteria is on these surfaces. So we've used this technology 
to measure the results of many different environments from a standard kitchen and all types of different materials, you know, on steel, on aluminum, on uh, granite, marble, all different types of materials. And then we got those results and we would then apply these disinfecting agents that we gone ahead and just decided to buy and started measuring results. Everything from large brands and products like Clorox and Lysol to other types of disinfecting agents that, you know, uh, you might not, may not have heard of. Uh, and so we, we decided to give everything a shot because at the end of the day, everything we buy off a shelf is a lot of marketing, right? You know, you know, the name Clorox, you know, the name Lysol, and you're going to trust and believe that that's the best product mm -hmm. out there because that's the product that's on every single shelf. Fortunately, and I have nothing bad to say about any of these products, there are better products out there and there are more effective and safer products out there because we did the type of testing. Um, we did bring on consultants after the fact to verify a lot of the information that we did, uh, that we tested, but essentially that's kind of how we got started. And so we started learning about the different types of applications to apply these products. So now we found some good products that are effective and that we've measured the results, uh, tried different methods of applying them. And one method that has proven to be the most efficient is called electrostatic spray. It's a machine, it could be a backpack, it could be a handheld type of gun sprayer. And so what this does is it actually, it's machine, they're, they're devices that electrically charge the disinfecting solution that's in, in this sprayer. And what that does is it's, it's something like electrostatic. So when you have a static particle, what happens? It, it attracts, you have a negative charge. Uh, every surface has a positive charge, sometimes opposite, but basically you have th these opposites attracting. And so now you're spraying this disinfecting as a spray and it's actually finding surfaces to wrap around. And so, you know, this is a lot of the science that it took, you know, in testing uh, that it took to start Germ Hero. It was a very uh, interesting past six to eight months since we've started and we've made a lot of headway and I'm happy to talk a lot about how we got there and what we are doing for businesses, you know, in that case. So I'll, uh, I'll let you guys ask some more questions. So you started about a year ago because yeah. it's right now it's, it's March 2021. 20, Two unemployed guys. So yeah. where are you now as far as number of customers, what you're doing? As of right now, we have two locations. Right now, I'm in our Philly office. We launched in Las Vegas, kind of in the heart of Las Vegas. And that was, um, I want to say we were fully, we actually started to become operational towards July. So, you know, we conceptualized Germ Hero, started it, planned it out, you know, built a lot of the marketing and, and concepts there. We launched in Las Vegas. In November, we launched in Philadelphia. Currently, we're in talks to launch in uh, New York, uh, in Florida, Texas, New Jersey, Virginia, and several other cities, possibly Chicago. We have, and here's what happened, and I'll be honest with you. We started Germ Hero, and initially... People gravitated towards it because obviously, uh, you know, there was so much synergy for people. You know, this is this is uh, this is so, it's, it was very in demand. You know, people in the beginning of the pandemic, people didn't know much about anything. They were just there was a lot of fear. And so we had a lot of people reaching out to us. Hey, are you guys a franchise? Do, should we franchise? Can, can we franchise with you? Can we license your name? Can we license your products? Can we license your process? We got very excited, and uh, you know, as you can imagine, and we started jumping into all these discussions. You know, and and keep in mind, you know, in order to franchise, you you got to have three to five years of proven profit mar margins. You need to have uh, multiple locations, and so we we kind of jumped in, and we got so excited, and and we had to take a step back because it it, it just put so much pressure on us. We, we you know we started bringing on attorneys. Um, where we are today, where both of our both of our locations right now are cash flowing, they're positive. Elia, my, my business partner and I invested a significant sum of money to start Germ Hero up. And my, my brother went ahead and invested and started uh, Germ Hero in Philadelphia. So we actually have a kind of uh, went in that route. But, you know, anyone who any Germ Heroes that we're opening now are, are more of a licensing type of agreement. You know, we're not at all there on franchising. And just, you know, to be fully transparent, you know, uh, the, the, the service side of the business has definitely been a little bit on the more decline in the past, uh, you know, month or so as we see cases going down. And that was a huge question. And I'm happy to be fully transparent, you know, regarding everything. But that was a huge question uh, for potential investors and, and other types of people and, and ourselves, too. And that is what's going to happen with Germ Hero? with germ hero when everyone is vaccinated right you know is that is this just going to be a year company you know that sticks around and there's a lot of ways to go about that and so we tried to make our predictions and obviously you know every startup it, it, there's risk involved and we're you know we were happy to take that risk especially because we have been able to help so many thousands of people 
and hundreds of businesses in many ways. I mean, we've got national media news attention and we've been able to, to help these businesses reopen with confidence. And it was a major, to us, a major accomplishment to be able to be part of that, to really help these businesses, not only on a disinfection level, but on an economic level, you know, during this pandemic and throughout, and hopefully in the future, you know, hopefully this, we are here to make this pandemic go away at the end of the day. But, and so as far as predictions and kind of thinking about this economically, what happens to Germ Hero? We figured our, our residential uh, sector would probably completely fall off or, you know, pretty much get diminished to nothing because of the fact that people, you know, they maintain their homes, They're, the cleanliness of their home, they maintain it. They know who's coming and going and uh, they have a level of comfort of what, what is it like in there, you know? And so no longer are they going to necessarily be uh, afraid or have the fear of someone walking in, God forbid, with a deadly illness after, you know, COVID is, you know, uh, said and done after everyone's vaccinated, so to say. That we expected to kind of go away. But at the end of the day, businesses now and all of us, I think that we can all agree that we have a different, you know, our, our psyche is different. Living through this pandemic, our psychology has changed about you know, how careful we are, you know, in public environments, uh, about our own hygiene, about, you know, everything we do, I'm sure there's some level, whether it's conscious or subconscious, there's some, we, we've all been through this now. And I, I, I'm sure businesses know this, you know, they know that they're going to have to go the extra mile. They're going to have to go above and beyond to deliver that peace of mind for people walking through their doors. And any way that they can express or show that to their customers that not only do we care, but we have found a solution and we are taking action and continuing to take action even after this pandemic to deliver mm -hmm. a safe environment and a, a, and a clean environment for our patrons, guests, customers, whoever's walking through our doors is, is something that's going to be necessary. Ben, going back to June, July, you did your yeah. testing, you figured out what your, what your core business is, you built a website. How did you gain traction? How did you get the word out? What would, you know, what did you do to actually make this business take off, you know, from zero? So initially, luckily with, with my background, which is software and web development, you're right. I went ahead, I quickly built a site, you know, I, I grabbed up all the social media handles and of course started with simply friends and family, uh, you know, just initial word of mouth from there. But we got, we did get very lucky. And so I kind of had a shot in the dark. I went um, on Wikipedia. I went, you know, all over the internet and grabbed up as many contact, uh, contact information of news stations, radio, media, TV. And I built an email list and I wrote a press release, you know, from scratch. And I blasted it out a couple of times to some, some news stations. And I got a call from Fox 5 News, which is a local Fox news station in, in, uh, in Las Vegas. And uh, they gave me a call uh, and they said, listen, we think this sounds interesting. They wanted to speak with me just to see what type of person I am. Is it legit? You know, we, we were two weeks old, I think. And so they said, can you do a live segment tomorrow at 5 a.m.? <laughs> and it's already. So this is the next morning, 5 a.m. No time to prepare. No time. We don't even have an office yet. Uh, we don't have much to show for ourselves even really, uh, but we did it. You know, I remember looking at Ilya and uh, my partner and he just was white because he was so nervous. I said, don't worry, I'll, 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 I'll jump on, I'll talk. And so we did four live segments on the morning show. Um, and of course, that kind of propelled us, uh, gave us a nice boost. From there, we got about, I think just from that show, we got about 80 estimates in through the site. Wow. Um, requests for estimates and our, you know, phone number was, was exploding. Um, and, but, but that, di that died down and we realized we needed more obviously sustainable forms of marketing. And so we've purchased and, and, uh, built up email lists, uh, through different services. And we've, we've done a ton of Facebook and, and, and Google ad, uh, Google ads, Facebook ads. Um, we tried radio, we tried, uh, we've purchased billboards, we've done print, we've done, pretty much every form of marketing that you could think of. And I've got to be honest with you, nothing works like just a good old phone call and a good, some, or, or sitting down in a restaurant and calling over the manager and saying, you know what, I think your business can really use this or, or you should, you know, give us a shot. And this is what we've been able to do for similar businesses and maybe throw out a couple of mm -hmm. names that you might know. So at the end of the day, what we've learned about the marketing germ hero, and we spent a lot of marketing dollars learning this, unfortunately, because we, it was hard for us to even believe, um, and I'll tell you guys about some of the costs when it comes to Google Ads in this industry, which were mind-boggling, and I'm sure you guys would, would appreciate this. 
But we've quickly learned that no matter how much money we spend and how much we believe that we can market Germ Hero with an advertisement, there's too much education behind it. The amount of value that we deliver needs time to be explained. And we'll, we'll talk about more of what a state, you know, what are we, what are we actually doing for these businesses and what, what are, what are they, what are they, what is their ROI? What are they, what are they kind of, mm-hmm. uh, how are they benefiting? But when our first successful ad campaign or Google ads campaign didn't, you know, work out or didn't get good results, obviously we revised and we optimized and, you know, the name and, and, and the service and the demand for a service like this, we just couldn't believe that it was, it was not, that we wouldn't be able to win the marketing campaigns when it comes to this. But unfortunately we still struggle with that. And just to talk about this industry and this market a little bit with, you know, as far as some of the competition and, and kind of what, what's out there. So on one side of the spectrum, as far as disinfecting companies go, you have these massive janitorial commercial cleaning, restoration, pest control type of companies, right. Who are multi-billion dollar companies and they've added on their disinfection service to accommodate their existing customers and build on new clientele. And then you have all the way on the other side of the spectrum, you have, you know, Joe Schmo who buys a backpack sprayer on Amazon and he is Joe's disinfection company now. Right. And then you kind of have germ hero. So, you know, we've been competing with multi-billion dollar companies and we've been competing with just a regular guy who's trying to make a buck. And the thing that really sets us apart, and this is kind of getting to more of the marketing mm-hmm. side is the marketing the marketing side of what we deliver to these to these companies so you know a standard standard company a disinfection company will walk into a business or to you know deliver a service and you know it's goodbye next time they're called or they're on schedule or whatever it may be with germ hero we actually work uh, you know we have a marketing team uh we have writers we have seo people we have uh, videographers and editors and so social media marketers and so what we do is we actually work closely with that business to kind of launch a successful marketing campaign to help build awareness about the measures that they're taking in their business. And the goal of that, obviously, is to draw people back into their business as they're struggling, especially when it comes to bars and restaurants and, you know, gyms, uh, fitness centers and things like that. One of the things that I found fascinating when we talked about it a few months ago and then when I went to your website is related to exactly what you're talking about. So what uh, I'd like you to talk about is the Germ Hero Verified. As sure. Eric is saying, he doesn't just come in, clean your place, say goodbye, doesn't just do a marketing campaign, which is an amazing benefit, but then he does something even better. And I'd like you to explain what happens with that verified badge and how that works. We've developed um, a process is, is kind of what I'd like to call it. And it's called Germ Hero Verified. And what that is, is basically it's a status. It is a level of certification delivered by Germ Hero, uh, who now, you know, throughout the, the last uh, six, eight months has gained some authoritative figure in the disinfection space. And so what that is, is every time that we do a service, uh, whether it's residential or commercial, we go ahead and we provide these uh, plaques. And so these plaques are what we call Germ Hero Verified Shields, and they have a large QR code on them. They're signed and dated by the technician with the business on, a name on there. And what that does is it it actually verifies that business as getting uh, that disinfection service. So it actually, you know, it, it, the ability to reproduce or to, it, it's almost our stamp that we indeed did deliver this service on this level with this technology on this day for this business. And people walking in, it, it's, it's just, it's right in their face. Normally it's placed on the front door or it's placed on the host desk of a restaurant or bar. And so what happens is when people see that and it says, okay, this facility has been disinfected by the experts at Germ Hero and, you know, kind of giving right off the bat a little bit of peace of mind to, to the patrons walking in. But when you scan the QR code, it goes through a validation process. So it kind of goes into our booking system and uh, we'll show you about, you know, the, the information that, uh, I'm sorry, the, the service that was done and the information associated with it. And along with that, we have a Germ Hero Verified Directory. So we've actually developed kind of um, a listing, as, as you will, uh, a whole profile page that is put together by our marketing team. So it's not that the business has to go through this process. Uh, our team goes and collects every piece of information, every image. Uh, you know, we make that video and we create an entire profile for this business as a Germ Hero Verified business. And so now people can go into our directory and locate Germ Hero Verified locations in their area. You know, if they wanted to see, okay, I want to visit, uh, if I wanted some pizza, 
let me find a germ here verified place that's getting regular disinfection, whether it's on a weekly or, you know, whatever uh, type of, uh, of, of schedule they have. But uh, that, that's a generally the concept. And we've gained some traction with that. Uh, but primarily, the, the marketing aspect of things is really where we, uh, that we deliver uh, to, to these customers is really where things get uh, value, the value add that, that, that they get. And it's because of the fact that you see these businesses, doesn't matter who they are, marketing on their Facebook, hey, we're open, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we just reopened our doors or come in, we are, we are ensuring all the, the, you know, we are ensuring social distancing or we're ensuring that whatever it may be. And at the end of the day, what does that really mean? You know, that they've read the CDC guidelines to use hand sanitizers and, you know, and so at the end of the day, they need not only a partner for disinfection, but they need a, they need something solid that they can put out there on their social media that they can show people. They're not going to show them themselves, you know, wearing masks and social distancing. They're going to show, they need, you know, for them to show a team of germ hero technicians going through every square inch of their facility and a professional video with, with uplifting music and branded for them, it's all custom made, you know, and, and, and handed to them on a silver platter so that they don't really even have to think about anything, you know, now, no, not only do they have a partner on the disinfection side, but now great. I can, uh, you know, I, I'm paying for this service. I'm getting the, the best possible service. And I want to share that with my customers. How do I do that? You know, I'm going to sit there and make my own video or, and, and some people do. Um, but, you know, we figured, you know what, why not just include it as part of our, uh, part of our service? So we don't even, it's, it's all inclusive. And we do that as part of the service. There's no additional cost to make that happen. So essentially, it sounds like you're like you're co-branding. Yes. You, you're, yes. And you're you're putting out a message. It's almost like there's a partnership. Yes. That, yes. That and that's kind of how we frame it exactly. But, and so because you're doing something for them, and they're doing something for you. And I'm curious. So so you create this great video. Is it limited to how you distribute it? Or do you also give it to your customers and they could do with it whatever they want to do with it? It's completely, it's used as a co-marketing uh, piece of material. So, you know, uh, and, and absolutely, you're right. So when, when we do, number one is to answer your question quickly. We encourage them and we give it to them in every possible way that's going to make it easier for them to deliver to their audience and to the public, whoever. Reach as many people as you can with this video because we made it exactly for that purpose. And yes, the reason that we're able to deliver all of this as part of our service is because it is that same coming back to that word of mouth marketing, that trust factor, that testimonial type of, uh, of, uh, of approach is it helps us to get the word out about germ hero as well. So when one, when one restaurant sees another restaurant putting this up on their social media, they're, they're going to want it too. And a lot of them do, you know? And so that's kind of the idea of, we get the free marketing and we're doing it to help them as well. And, and that's a beautiful part about it is that it's actually mutually helping both of us at the same time, you know, and it's a, it's really nice. You know, we've done it for uh, um, Chevrolet dealerships. We've done it for tropical smoothie cafes, uh, massage envy. These are national franchises with 850 locations. Um, not that we service all of them, but we are, like you said, we create what, what we like to say is, Germ Hero has partnered with Tropical Smoothie Cafe to deliver a safe environment for their customers. These are their Germ Hero verified locations. Go check them out. We praise them because they are looking for and actively finding the the most viable solutions, the most effective solutions, the best ways to deliver the safe environment to their customers. We give them a round of applause because you know what? Bravo. This is what they this is what they the actions they've taken. And it shows that they've taken that extra step to try to build that peace of mind and give you, give that trust, you know, that, that, that peace of mind to their customers. Exactly. So do you think this is a model that could be used by any business? It's a good question. Um, You know what, if, if there's a value for the customers of that business, I I definitely think so. I think it'd have to be thought through a little bit, but uh, you know, it's something it's obviously very neat niche right here because, you know, this business right now is struggling to get people in their doors. Why are they struggling? Because we're in the middle of a pandemic. People have fear. People would rather just, 
whatever it may be, cook or shop or, you know, just, uh, you know, not eat out. And so if there is a way for one business to help another business to get to, to, to get more customers through their doors or to generate more sales or to, to build more loyalty in their uh, patrons, then yes, I do see that as a, as a business model. It's just a matter of what are they actually you know, delivering? And, and is it something that is, has a good light shed on it? You know, if it's a matter of, hey, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a marketing firm and I helped Massage Envy generate 50% more customers this, uh, this month, we're partners and this is why. And, you know, so, so uh, why, why would, why, why would, why would tropical smoothie or I'm sorry, or massage envy, whichever one I said, why would they uh, want to advocate this business on, you know, they, they, you know, we're helping the business and we're helping the customers of that business. You kind of see what I'm saying. It's too, it goes two layers mm-hmm. in. And so there's gotta be a reason that this, uh, that, that our clients you know, to, want to promote the fact that they are using uh, a disinfection company. I'll give you an example. We have a bid out right now for a very large casino and resort in Las Vegas. Um, they've been building this for about 13 years. It's going to be the largest casino resort. And um, we pitched uh, about 20 executives there and we did very well. I'm very, was very happy about it, but here's kind of what it came down to. We, you know, after, after the, the pitch, I was speaking with the vice president and he said, you know, I told him, I said, you know what, we, if it, just as a, you know, it's just something after the fact, if you want our, our technicians who are wearing their, you know, their germ hero uniforms, if you want, we could brand it or co-brand it as kind of your casino brand or your resort brand, as well as the shields that we put up. Um, you know, we could, we could put your brand on there. And they said, no, they said, we want germ heroes we want people to see those germ heroes, quote unquote, uh, with your brand walking around our casino, your signs in the rooms uh, after they're disinfected. Because at the end of the day, what's going to make someone feel safer in our casino? Is it going to be that they know that the maid service disinfected or that who disinfected? You know, what's going to give more peace of mind to someone, whether, you know, and, and I, I've seen this, you know, where I walked into, uh, I stayed in, in a hotel and it says, you know, there might be a seal on the door. It says disinfected and sanitized. And I look at it and me being, you know, a part of germ here, I look at it and say, what does that mean? What does that mean to me? Disinfected and sanitized by who, with what, when, you know, so it's it just not there. And so with germ here, we cover all of those bases and we make sure that the, that the education factor is included. And of course we have that name that we are trusted name in, in disinfection. So, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, all of this stuff does matter. You mentioned that that upon launch you you did a whole variety of uh, channels of marketing. I'm not surprised that that you you know that you put at the top of the list that your um, you know one to one contacts with uh, with prospects are are the best. That's you know that's always the way, and certainly referrals go a long way. But tell us about that exploration, the different channels that you used. What sort of messages did you use in those different channels and what kind of feedback did you actually get? And you mentioned, by the way, that you did some, some prints some billboards, some, uh, uh, some radio. Uh, how did you track those? Uh, those good, things? good question. As far as the mes- messaging goes, and obviously, you know, it's, with starting any business, you got to do your competitor analysis. You got to look at uh, you know, what are what are my competitors doing, if any? And when we started, we noticed just a lot of disinfection companies popping up like flies. I mean, obviously, this this is an opportunistic type of business. Uh, you know, the, the pandemic created this opportunity. And the one thing that I knew that I didn't ever want to do, two things. One is I never wanted to classify us as a COVID disinfection company. We are a a general, we are a disinfection sanitizing service for any type, you know, we, we create true clean facilities. So right off the bat, I knew that in order to create some longevity, if we base everything, all the marketing material. So to be honest, the first three, four months, we didn't even mention the word COVID. I mean, in, in an ad or anything like that, like disinfect your home from COVID, things like that, because it was so strong already. People, you know, people were just already like, 
getting to that point where, you know, any, I didn't want to leave that bad taste in someone's mouth that we are trying to build off of fear. Right. A lot of these companies did that. So number one is I knew that the marketing messaging, you know, although it may have worked, you know, instilling fear and being, being that name in order to, to create a reputable name, you got to maintain that, let's let's put it uh, that hero like uh, appearance you know we are germ heroes we're not here we're here to help we're here to uh you know to 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 be your hero and we're not going to do that by saying you should be scared or this is what's going to happen if you don't use us or use an expert disinfection company well so that you know was, your, that your name your your name sort of does that for you because yes. you know germs bad heroes good Sure. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Absolutely. So um, to answer your next question. So, you know, we we started right off the bat and of course, being a technology background and uh, I jumped right into the online advertising. And one of the biggest challenges that we saw with Google ads, uh, and this is kind of what I mentioned earlier, is that what happened was all of these companies who were starting up as disinfection companies, and there was just a ton of them. I mean, it was every day I saw five, 10 new companies popping up. And what happened, what we saw is that the cost of, of the cost per click for the industry search terms or the search volume uh, that people were looking for. And you could think of terms like disinfect my home, disinfection service, sanitize my business, whatever you, you know, you want to say, and there's many different terms. We were literally getting to a point within just, uh, I would say, you know, from, from when we started, maybe about a month in, the cost per click for these types of terms were over $20 per click. Wow. That's yeah. too much. Too yes. Much. And we, we, you know, we quickly started realizing that this isn't going to work. Every company is doing the same exact thing. They're all driving up the cost of the of the of the of this search volume, you know. And 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 there's not a, there's already not enough of it. There's not enough people looking for or knowing the fact that there's a disinfection company out there. So, you ha- this market didn't exist yet. People were trying to advertise in it like it did, and so what we had to do is go out and create that market. To be honest, with radio, uh, we we built a you know kind of a promo code type of system. And we, we did one radio campaign um, with with a radio out in Las Vegas. I'm not going to say which one, but we actually were very, we did not receive a single estimate. We invested $6,000 into, um, I think it was a three-month campaign. And I'm talking every day. And this, you know, the, the host was excellent. It wasn't, it wasn't the host. It wasn't the messaging. It was, you know, it's hard to still, even to this day, to say why. Why, why didn't we see any response there? It's, it's simply, I think that the type of service that we deliver is very visual. You know, we have a lot, you know, we have a commercial, we have, uh, you know, uh, we generate a lot of video content. When someone sees, you know, some germ hero technicians, uh, you know, working through a business and it, it just that visual representation of what is it that they're actually doing, it kind of creates that, you know, that the idea. Um, but we've measured, you know, we use a lot of different tools. We use Google Analytics. We use um, we use SEMrush as far as uh, SEO monitoring. Mm-hmm. And we brought on, initially I was doing all the SEO myself. Um, I started, uh, I brought on a couple full-time uh, blog writers. And so we started, you know, just pumping out a lot of content. And it was very, very difficult. The competition was fierce. You're dealing with companies who've been around who are multi-billion dollar companies and over the last six months, I would say SEO has been our organic SEO has been our biggest and baddest uh, form of marketing. Um, right now, we're we're locally we're ranked number one for disinfection service, for sanitizing service, for disinfection company, for all of these terms. Um, you know, and I'd like you guys to actually just to verify that because hopefully that's still the case up until now. <laughs> but uh, it, it, you know, after spending a lot of marketing dollars on radio with no results. And the way we could tell is this, you know, we, every time we got the, we got the post logs as far as when are these ads going to air, uh, what times we'd monitor our Google analytics on the, you know, our live Google analytics and, um, you know, no spikes, no, no, nothing. And so, you know, working with that radio host, he's, he explained to us and it was our first, my first time, uh, ever doing any type of radio. Uh, you know, he said, it's all about the staying power people, you know, and, and I, I understand that, you know, that, that, that right now someone may hear germ hero. Oh, okay. I, I get what they do. Do I need them right now? No. Do I care? No. But then when something happens and a billboard, you can consider this the same way when something, 
it creates that brand awareness. And in the moment that they do need you, oh, I think I remember what company did. They, they were good, you know, whatever it is. And that, that may be true. And I'm it sure is, we've let, me inter- let me interrupt Eric and say Please. that it absolutely Please. is true. And one of the things I've been uh, running this advertising agency for three decades and been in the industry longer than that. And it has been true, you know, back in the days of newspapers. And it's true now in all media that frequency is key. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only difference being if you're running a sale on this day, right. you know, and it ends and that's it. But if you're building a brand for something that people don't need every day, frequency right. is key to, to getting your message and building your brand identity. And, and that does make sense. You know, absolutely. Um, you, you can't argue there. It's, but, but at the end of the day, you know, when it, when it comes to, you know, a startup and I'm sure you guys can agree throwing marketing budgets at something that's not turning ROI is very difficult. You know, you got to sustain that. And we've, we've dumped, you know, quite a bit, uh, you know, and, you know, we have operational costs and we have an SEO team. And I, I, I just, I think that I would say maybe well, it was a little while ago that we, we added into our estimate form, you know, how did you hear about us? And obviously that's vital. Now, normally, we were only doing certain forms of marketing, which would track automatically. But as we started getting out into more traditional types of advertising, we wanted to, you know, we have, uh, you know, we have uh, decals on, on vehicles. We have our, we have um, uh, picket signs, you know, like, you know, those like campaign signs. We have these shields hanging up all over the place. These shields have been a really great form of marketing. And as far as the tracking goes, we do have the ability to track every type of shield that we have and the location of those shields. So we know, where are people scanning them? Um, you know, how are people responding to these signs? And we have all that data, uh, which is kind of cool. And we try to learn. You know, we really do try to learn from from everything. We've had a couple successful Google Ads campaigns uh, after all of that type of uh, insane um, inflation of, of of cost per click. But yes, I agree. I agree that uh, staying power is is very is very uh, the, the 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 problem though is that. You know, we, we are we are still correlated with the pandemic. You know, the fact that Germ Hero is a disinfection company. And so right now we are seeing that decline. And that's kind of why we started going in a, a bit of a different direction. Almost, I don't want to say a plan B. Um, you know, we are going to keep Germ Hero running regardless because we have established amazing relationships with uh, amazing businesses. And it has brought in all types of opportunities to us. Um, you know, as, as owners of Germ Hero. But at the end of the day, we have to be prepared, you know, that, that we might not be sustainable with the amount of business, uh, you know, coming in, that after everyone is vaccinated at some point that people are going to forget or that uh, businesses won't feel that they need to deliver that type of uh, peace of mind to their customers. And so in order to prepare for that, one thing that we did know is that they do need disinfection products. They might need not need an expert service to make sure and to slap their name of approval on it, but they're going to need to buy something to clean their counters, something to clean their surfaces. They're, they're going to have cleaners. Why not try to give them a superior product at a better price that's safer and more effective, and we can prove that. Um, and so that's kind of why we just recently got into manufacturing our own disinfecting agents and being able to not only supply that you know, to our existing customers, but, you know, to, to try to create a revenue stream for Germ Hero uh, that, that will be sustainable, you know? And so we're, we're going to try as much as we can to, to keep us alive. It, it's, you had to, and such an amazing idea, even though, you know, unfortunately the pandemic has helped a lot of businesses. As you know, the digital space has exploded because of the pandemic for businesses. And we've talked about this a lot on, on our podcast businesses had to pivot from doing little or no digital marketing to really, it's time to get a new website. I'm not doing email marketing. People don't know about me anymore. And um, so our businesses have also blossomed because of that, unfortunately. But fortunately, those businesses hopefully will be able to be more sustainable later. And um, I think the, the being sanitized and clean is going to be with us for a while because even when we're vaccinated, I think people will, I know myself, I'm always going to be worried about when is the next one, when is the next one coming? 
So I, I think right. um, I'm really excited about your business, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it how it grows and expands uh, throughout the country. You know, and and it's it's interesting. You know, even uh, whether you know, there's been times in this business, uh, for example, around Labor Day, where we had uh, wow, it was silent for two weeks. We didn't get a single estimate, and we we're like, "Is this it, guys? Are we done? Are we done here?" You know, and so we're kind of. Uh, I, I feel like our business has gone through through quite a few phases where things ramp up really fast or they slow down really fast. It's been very hard to keep a consistent, uh, you know, influx of just steady businesses. And a lot of it is COVID exposure, you know, and so we got to We got to kind of realize that fact. But one thing is very interesting is that like um, we did an initiative where we reached out to first responders like police departments and medical and fire and we sponsor disinfection and this is another marketing and and this is i think something interesting to talk about is another marketing uh tactic as you as you will um that we have used because we know that germ hero is type of is a type of service that can appeal to everyone and when we're offering it for free to you know to organizations like police departments or um sports teams and things like that we're able, we're able to get uh, media attention. So, like, for example, we are currently disinfecting over 100,000 square feet of space for the Las Vegas Metro Police Department hmm. in Las Vegas. And the reason that I'm flying to Las Vegas is because CBS wants to do a story about that. And so we've been successfully able to get about six, five or six, I think this is going to be the sixth, live TV appearance, even though it's generally the same thing, right? It's nothing new. It's Eric's on TV talking about what he's doing here at this business. We did it at a fire department here in Philly. Um, now we're doing it at a police department. Um, you know, And so it's we're able to create these feel-good stories, but at the end of the day, we offer this sponsorship or you know, free service in, in a return, a, a, you know, as a marketing tactic to create a press release in order to then submit it to the media and get live media coverage, mm-hmm. which then turns to ROI. And we've gotten really good at this process. We know it, you know, I, I can talk to a newsroom. I can talk to an executive producer um, now getting in front of the camera for a live shoot. I know what to expect. I spoke with them with CBS today and uh, he said, well, it sounds like you sounds like, you know what you're doing. We don't really need to go over anything. So mm-hmm. that's another form of marketing that I think um, businesses should absolutely take that if they could create a story, if they could do something interesting, nice, whatever it may be. And there's so many ways to do this. You got to get creative. And you write a press release. It's not hard. You get you go on Wikipedia and find all the news outlets. You collect all the emails. It's public information. And you, you shoot out a press release. Hey, uh, we have a cupcake shop. And we are donating 10,000 free cupcakes to, these, to this school district to put smiles on kids' faces. And you use that as a marketing tool. Now, that doesn't, I don't think there's anything wrong with using it market, as a marketing no. tool. Because guess what? You're doing it. You're, you're doing the, the good deed. And it, you should get some recognition for it. You know, you are out there hustling, making it happen. There's a lot of legwork that it takes to organize uh, between a, a police department and get someone to speak on behalf of them. Myself, you know, kind of talking about it and a new and, and a media station cut, all working together to create a story. It's a lot of legwork. And so we've, it was, this is, would probably be along with SEO and, and word of mouth direct relationships, just speaking with business owners and TV and media. Uh, those have been our top three kind of exposure points. Paul, what would you say is your, uh, your marketing takeaway from uh, germ hero? Well, I, you know, it's, it's clear that uh, Eric and his partner have, have done a, a great job of going from, you know, zero to 60 uh, in a very short period of time. And as he points out, um, the sort of transition or evolution to maintaining, uh, you know, an ongoing business is is the um, the ongoing challenge, um, and to pick up on that ongoing metaphor, I I certainly uh, the overall takeaway I would have is that marketing is not a one time thing. You have mm-hmm. to be constantly putting out the message finding new ways or at least trying new ways that may work and may not, but you don't know until you try them. Um, so frequency, getting out there and, and maintaining 
your marketing is my key takeaway. Uh, Fred? So I have some similar uh, things. So one is that um, you have to be able to, like Eric and his partner, think way outside the box. You know, when I hear people use that expression, they're not really thinking out outside the box. So he took a lot of the skills that he had in uh, web design, SEO, and marketing, combining it with a business that is very interesting, uh, especially in these times, and made a success out of it. And I think it, it relates to most businesses. One of the common themes uh, that I hear from a lot of my clients when, when we're going to about building a new website or a marketing plan, they don't really, a lot of them don't really know enough about their own business to be able to help market it. And I think that's the biggest weakness. Whereas because of Eric's background, he knew exactly what it was that they were saying and then crafted crafted the words and and all the marketing materials around that. And I think that's a lesson for people. You have to know about your own business before you can sell the, the concept and the product to other people. And so, so Fred, yeah. in the shameless plug department, is is what you're saying whether or you know your your well hopefully you know your business but um sometimes the actual communication of your strengths how where and when to do that is uh best accomplished by a um, talented uh communications professional like uh, fcp digital or three bears or yes exactly so definitely so if you're looking for a website, a digital marketing plan, and you're in Bucks County or any place around uh, here, Montgomery County, Philadelphia, uh, please contact me, Fred Peritsky, FCP Digital, at fcpdigital.com, Fred or info at fcpdigital.com. And for uh, web design and marketing and print materials, I'm going to pass it over to uh, Paul. Well, yeah, so web design, marketing, print materials, content development, uh, words and pictures. Um, we do we do all of that for a whole range of companies, uh, small and midsize mostly. And uh, welcome your your inquiries, Paul at Three Bears, threebears.com. And uh, Rodney Warner. What yeah, do you I would do? say my you know my takeaways are you know for those of us who sell to other businesses. I think we can get very wrapped up in, in the details of what we do. And, and if we're smart, we'll talk about the benefits. But I think what Eric and his company has really done is really, is really sold how their clients are at a competitive advantage if they use their service. They're just not saying, you know, we're going to clean this, we're going to clean that, and it's going to be super clean, and you could test it, you test that. It's like your business is going to – get more clients if you work with us. And I think that's, I think that's, that's a very effective message and, and something that might break through the, the clutter that potential clients are hearing when they, when people are selling them stuff, it's, it's those magic words, competitive advantage that, uh, that might get their attention. And it's also, you know, I love the good guy marketing. It's, you know, we're, we're good folks. We're doing good things. And, and, people want to do business with other people and when you show you're a good person you know you may not get the deal but you're getting some attention and you might be worth a phone call just by showing you're a good guy so you know you might get some warm leads because of this this great good guy attention that you're getting and and another thing is you're not only getting on television and you're not only shooting this out on your social media, the fact that you're mentioned on these reliable, uh, well-known, you know, media companies, you know, a, a channel, whatever in Vegas or, a, you know, a channel 29 in Philadelphia, that's going to help your, your search engine results. When you are mentioned and you're out there on very reliable media, that's also going to help, you know, your, your search engine you know, results when people are, are looking for help. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. so it's, so those are, it's, it's, it's really an, an interesting story for, for germ hero. And I think, I think they, they obviously have a very bright future, especially when the future is so germy. 
and, and dirty and <laughs> right and exactly. in, 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 in oh. need of in need of cleaning but obviously you know getting their message out would be you need good copywriting to do that so so go. once again you know thank you so much eric for your time it's it's My really you know unfortunately you know the economy is not doing that great Overall, there's a lot of people who are who are not doing so hot. And unfortunately, many businesses have closed. But, you know, like we have featured in the past, there are businesses that are really, you know, pivoting and really taking advantage of the opportunities that have come up in generally, unfortunately, what's been a bad situation. So if someone wants to get in touch with Germ Hero, Eric, how do they do that? Well, you can uh, check us out at www.germhero.com. Or you could give us a call. We have a local Philly number. I know that you guys are all from Philly, so you can reach us at 267-900-GERM. And we'll be happy to clean your business or home. All right. Thank you very much, Eric. You know, thank you, everybody, for listening to... uh, Eric, thank you very much. And and thank to to all our listeners out there in uh, podcast land listening to Three Bald Guys Talk Marketing. Check out the past podcasts and subscribe and check out the uh, future ones we and where and rodney where can they find us where can they find us good question where can they find us fred they, they can find us at three com, and you can subscribe anywhere that you get your podcast spotify apple google many many we're on all of them so uh get a uh, shout out this is episode number one for season two we we did uh 20 episodes last year and uh, we're looking forward to uh, the rest of 2021. Awesome. All right, folks. Thank you once Thank you again. Guys. I appreciate All right, good you luck. Time. Stay safe and have a great uh, business. Thank, Thank you, you Eric. so much. Take Thank it you, easy. everybody. And thank you all for listening. Thank you Until for Until next time. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us at the Three Bald Guys Talk Marketing Podcast. Please join us again next time. Check out our website at three, the number three, baldguyspodcast.com. Until next time, may the good marketing be yours. 